Hello, everybody. Welcome to another conversation. I am not joined by Justin. Today, I'm joined by John, and we would like to welcome Lorimar Winery founder, Mark Manfield. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I'm about to have some wine myself as soon as we're done uh, chatting. Nice. Wait a minute. minute. This This is a special occasion, Mark. You don't understand. Jason doesn't usually have wine. It's a very special occasion. What... Man, look at you! You're breaking out all the all the stops, Jason. Well, yeah, because I've been looking at his website all day today, and I got in the mood for wine. <laughs> Wonderful! Well, that's what we want you to do. We want you to enjoy, learn wine and enjoy it. Nice. So, what got you into the wine business? Midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> I um, was in the real estate business in Los Angeles, and. Uh, in 2007, I uh, sold a bunch of stuff because it was getting outlandish, and I thought, "Oh wow, I'll go out to uh, I'll go out and I'll build a winery in Temecula." I had seen uh, uh, Temecula, I, you know, in my travels, and um, there was an opportunity, and uh, I went in with my brother-in-law, uh, who's not with me now, but uh, he and I bought the place. Um, in 2008, and uh, I didn't know what I was getting into. It was I was incredibly naive. I, um, you know, I have a background in hospitality. I my born and raised in the bar and restaurant business in Kansas City. So, um, uh, but I, you know, I was very familiar with uh, uh, real estate and building things. So. I thought, wow, you know, I'm going to come out to Temecula and build something special. So I think that's what we did. You saw the website, and it kind of gives you an idea of the feel and and tempo of Lorimar. Mm -hmm. No, no, absolutely. Did you have any uh, previous experience making wine, or were were you just saying, listen, I'm going to get things going, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses, you know. You know, um, absolutely. I did not know anything about making wine, but I was very familiar with wine and spirits because I was raised in that, in, in the bar and restaurant business. So I have had in the past and still do, you know, um, obviously, um, you know, passion for that. Uh, for the wine and spirits end of it. And uh, hospitality was my bag because uh, um, in Kansas City, I had a bar called the Auditorium Bar and Grill. My dad uh, bought it in 1948, and I took it over when I got out of college and uh, blew the doors off of it. We were It was a downtown bar, and we were cranking, and I was having a great time. And uh, then all of a sudden, the city said, we're going to take that piece of property away from you. And so I, that was my first real estate lesson, eminent domain. Really? So, yeah, they took the bar that my father bought in 1948 that I was running, uh, and they built a convention center. When you go to Kansas City, the earth isn't even there, okay? I mean, it's gone. But, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I left in – well, I left before they took it. It was in 89 when I – moved out to Los Angeles and started over. So, yeah, I did have a background in hospitality for sure. I grew up in it. And uh, and I also was in the photography. Uh, I represented a lab 
Uh, I used to own a mini lab back in the day when, you know, um, they first came out with, um, uh, you know, one hour photography, one, one hour processing. And so we opened up some, uh, one lab and then I went to work after I was out in Los Angeles, I went to work for a lab and I represented them. So I'm very familiar with weddings and I was very, you know, and that sort of an event, uh, stuff. So all of those things combined really make it for, um, what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. uh, we do our weddings. We do probably maybe I'm going to say 95 weddings a year. Uh, we have, you know, three different venues uh, to do them. Uh, you know, uh, if you peruse the website, we have the coach house, we have uh, the barrel room and we have the vineyard lawn. And so we have three different selections. We only do one at a time, but um, it's just a lovely place to, to get married. It really is. So we, we do a lot of that. And, um, and then we have music seven days a week. So we're... Oh. And we're big into music. If you look at the label on my, uh, well, I'll show you one right here. If you can see, I have an eighth note. As nice. my, that's my mark. And that's in on most of my bottles. This is another one you can see. And, um, you know, wine and music have so much in common with one another. Number one, they both make you feel good, right? Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> So there's lots of similarities, and I wanted to kind of blend Lorimar uh, with wine and music and food and art. We do, uh, we have nationally acclaimed artists uh, that do the, show their work, and we do a lot of uh, work with uh, the local artists. So we do a really good job with it. A lot of people come to, to view the art, uh, and the local artists sell it. You know, we, we do a pretty good job with it. So um it's just a real place to come and kind of you know stimulate the senses so to speak right what kind of what, what kind of music do you uh recommend if you're sitting down with a bottle of wine well if you come to Lormar, you're gonna chances it's gonna be rock and roll okay but uh you know wine is just like music in another way sometimes you want to listen to some smooth jazz and other times you want a little rock and roll, right? With wine, it's the same thing. You may want a big, bold, jammy wine, uh, like a Cabernet Sauvignon or a, a Petite Syrah. And other times you may just feel like to have something like a Chardonnay, a, a cool drink with your salad, right? So it's, it's the, those are similarities between it. So, um, that's, that's kind of the whole thing with Lorimar and I try and make the place comfortable. I want people to come and sit and bring their friends. We have a wine club. They get free tastings, you know, eight, eight free tastings a, a month. So we have a wine club membership and they come and they enjoy. It's a great, it's a great environment. And so that's, that's really the whole whole thing of Lorimar. Nice. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the wines, Mark. What is your best seller? What is the wine that everybody raves about in your in your stock? Um, you know, like I said, we have a, a pretty big lineup. 
Okay. Uh, Chardonnay is very popular. It's a malolactic fermentation. So it's, it's done in these very special, let's see if I can get it. This is that, this is actually a vineyard that we uh, farm. Uh, these are the different seasons of that vineyard. You can kind of see the image, I think. Uh, this is a, th this wine is done in what's called French oak pungents. They're twice the size of a normal barrel. Okay, so um, we can put the Chardonnay in that barrel and the um, surface area is a lot less so it doesn't over oak that wine. And um, we can leave it in there for 12, 13 months. And we don't, we, 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 we age it on the leaves. And, um, and so it makes it softer. It doesn't let, let too much oak get on it, but it's got, when you taste it, it's got an oak nose, but it doesn't over oak your palate. It's a very popular wine at Lorimar. If you like white wine, Chardonnay. We have some big wines. Our Petit Sarai is very popular. Our Cabernet Sauvignon. I think I have one of those here. Um, oop, no, no, nope, I don't have one here, but uh, um, it's very popular. We have a Cab Franc, and um, uh, those are that's like a medium-bodied wine, such as you know Cab Franc or Sangiovese. We do Sangiovese uh, on our property as well. We've won many awards. We submit that to the San Francisco Chronicle Wine Competition, and we've won best of class, best uh, gold, silvers. So we we do very well when we compete. Our wines are bold and they hit your palate. Um, and um, like I say, we we have some very popular wines depending on what it is you want. That's awesome. And we're gonna, I want to, I'm curious when you're going to your grandparents' house or your parents' house next week for Thanksgiving, what are some of your recommendations? Okay. So <laughs> after saying what I just said, um, if I was going to my grandparents' house, uh, I would be taking some sweet wine. Okay. Because, um, People talk about the reds, but they drink the sweet stuff, okay? And uh, we have an amazing wine. It's a, uh, um, it's a white Merlot. And so it's a Merlot grape um, uh, just, on the, um, just on the skins for a short period of time. So it, um, it, it, it's a rosé color, and it's on the sweet side. Um, we make it just like a white wine and it's very, very popular. Um, great with Turkey. Um, you know, obviously you don't want to forget about saying, you know, your Sauvignon Blanc, that's a little drier. So I think between those two, you'd have a pretty good combination for, for Thanksgiving dinner. If that's what you're, you're trying to pair up. All right. Ed, let me follow that up with what, what's something good after hitting the hustle and bustle of Black Friday shopping to relax you? Um, well, I would say that um, I would start off with um, either the Sangiovese or the Cab Franc. Uh, it's a, they're medium-bodied wines, um, great with pastas and, and um, uh, lighter fare. Um, easy to uh, easy to start off with, and then 
I might, for the second glass, go a little bit bigger and do a Cabernet Sauvignon or a Zinfandel or a Petit Syrah, which we have all three of. So it really all depends on what you're, what you're feeling like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because a, a lot of people don't pair the right wines with their food or do that. You know, I, I think that a lot of people get hung up on that a lot. Um, if I'm going to have a really fatty protein, I'm going to want a big wine with it, right? I'm going to want something like, the Zinfandel or the Petit Syrah or the Cab Cabernet Sauvignon because it, you know the fattiness of the meat offsets the yeah you know, it it, it complements that wine. If you're going to eat pasta, I would probably go with maybe a little lighter one. That doesn't mean you couldn't have the the bigger one, but you know you want something a little bit more drinkable. Like over in Europe. They drink wine instead of water, right? I mean, like, so they want to be able to drink more of it. That's a lighter-bodied wine. Typically, you can drink a little bit more of it. But uh, um, if I was having spicy Thai food, if I was having really spicy Thai food, I think you guys have probably had it. You've had Thai tea, right? It's very sweet. They say that's to counteract that 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 hot. So if I was going to have Thai food, I would be drinking Muscat Canale, which is another wine that we carry. Very popular. We sell a lot of it. I'd say out of the, the two bottles I mentioned, the White Merlot and the Muscat Canale, that's probably the two wines that I sell the most of. Um, and, um, uh, and if you're drinking... Uh, if you're eating really spicy Thai food, you want to be drinking the Muscat Canale. It's nice and sweet. And I don't drink sweet wine typically. I mean, I just I just don't. But with something like that, I mean, I will suck down a couple of glasses of that for sure. Okay? It just goes so well with it. Um, so it really, you know, it's kind of what you want to do. Um, you know, cheeses. Desserts, you can pair them up. You know, you generally pair the sweet ones up with the desserts, like cheesecake. You might have muscat cannoli. Um, yeah, there's the white merlot is there. Um, yeah, you see up top there the the nineteen. The, also, that field blend that you're looking at right there that is um, th that would be uh, uh, you know on the sweet side as well. It's not as sweet as our muscat cannoli. Um, but, um, like I say, you know, with cheeses, oh gosh, anything, you know, dry white or big reds, you know, like with the big reds, I would have like the, the heavy cheeses, like the blue cheese, you know, uh, um, the, the, the big ones. Like if I was going to have Brie, I'd probably want something like the Cab, Cab Franc or the Sangiovese because it's a little milder you know, and a little easier to drink. So just off the top of my head, rattling over here, I hope I'm not uh, boring you. No, no, no. No, I'm kind I've, of fascinating. I... You're making me hungry and craving wine at the same time. <laughs> I've actually started an order on your website so as, you, as you're talking. So okay. I've definitely well, got a few that I want to check out. Well, we'll have to put you into the wine club. Okay, for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, well, Mark, I'd, I'd like to just real quickly highlight um, two people that I'm sure um, are very important to to Lorimar, and that would be, of course, your winemaker and and your chefs. 
because you have the the dinner available there for folks that stop by too. So talk to us a little bit about those folks. Well, my chef has been with me from the very beginning. Um, uh, chef Jorge, uh, we have some amazing uh, items that he's crafted that pair great with our wine. Uh, we do some flatbreads, we do some salads. He does tri-tip and salmon. And uh, so we have a, a diverse menu uh, and very, you know, very moderately priced. And um, uh, like I say, he does all the catering for our weddings. And uh, uh, we do all kinds of special events. We have events for... Um, we have events for uh, all of our wine club members. Every every month we have a different, uh, we call it an appreciation party. We bring in a band, uh, we provide, we give them a meal and a bottle of wine and and he prepares a, you know, a meal that's per, that's paired for that wine that we're serving that night. So we we try and really um, focus in on, on pairing that um and have items we have a, you know obviously you can come out we have a fromage plate you know cheese plate we have um a, an amazing charcuterie board so we pair he you know comes up with some great pairings for it my winemaker um uh, i have a couple marshall stewart's been with me for a long time uh he's been um um you know making my wine since i began uh, very talented. As I said, he's from Ohio, uh, so he's an Ohio guy. Um, uh, quite talented. Uh, he does all the. He does. His company does all the farming that we do as well. So um, we um, we have like some of the like very serious about what I do. Okay, we um, uh, we like if you want to make great wine, you've got to have brand new barrels every year. Okay. If they're, if they're not doing, I mean, everybody's got their own philosophy. Some people never use a brand new barrel and they'll claim it's the greatest. And okay, I get it. But as far as I'm concerned, my opinion, if you want to make great wine, you've got to have brand new barrels every year. Right. And you've got to have about a third of them new every year. So we make that commitment. Okay. And so every, every year we have to buy 200 300 barrels french oak barrels is what we use so huge commitment then we were having trouble with the farming aspect of it you know labor is really tough uh we um you know when you want perfect fruit you have to harvest it at the exact moment it's ready you can't let it sit on the vine we're testing when it gets close. We're testing twice a day. And when, it, when the sugars hit, when the bricks hit the proper um, uh, number that we're looking for, it's time to harvest them. And we get them all, we want to get them off the vines as quickly as possible. So there's other vineyards in the area also that have fruit that needs to be harvested. So they may, the crew may be there. And if you want to harvest your fruit at the exact time, it has to be harvested at like one o'clock in the morning because we want to let the grapes cool down, of, you know, because a lot of times it may be warm during the day. So we want to let it cool down and then we will 
um, harvest at one o'clock and be done by the time sun comes up. I mean, not before it starts getting warm the next day. So they'll go all night harvesting. And so in order to cover that and never have fruit that's sitting on the vine, we went out and purchased, uh, it's called a Palanque Harvester. It's state of the art. And it's, you know, it's an amazing machine. So we're able to literally go and get our fruit at a moment's notice. And it's it, it gives us absolute perfect fruit when we get it okay it's it, uh it's it's an amazing machine so we made the commitment to to get this and we actually farm other people's um uh we 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 do their harvesting for them other people we don't mm -hmm. farm but you know when it hits everybody needs it so we keep the machine pretty busy in the valley and um and like we made a commitment to, so now we've got that covered. We get our fruit exactly the, the appropriate time. We made a commitment not to use Roundup anymore. Roundup is a big mm -hmm. thing. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody is worried about our food supply and how much of this Roundup that they use, right? And so um, we made a, uh, a commitment. We uh, use what's called an under row cultivator. So instead of spraying the weeds, which you have to do, you have to maintain the weeds somehow. Believe me, all of our food, this is all going on, but we're not doing it. We, we have this machine that literally zigzags in and out of the rows and it cuts the weeds. So it doesn't hurt hmm. the vine, but it, it, hmm. it's got these levers. And when it hits it, the, the, the blades go in. And then when it hits the other one, it goes out. And it's, it's really amazing. So we don't use that anymore. So making wine takes a lot of resources and a commitment. And that's kind of what I, what we've been doing at Lorimar, for sure. Yeah, your passion over all this comes through very, very much so through your voice. Like you could tell that you really like doing what you're doing, and that's fantastic. I do. I do enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's, it's a great experience. We got, we have, I think what I enjoy most about it is our team of people that we have at Lorimar. They, a lot of them have been with me for a very long time. And uh, um, it's just a really fun environment. And, um, uh, you know, everybody's happy, doing well. And, um, you know, I often say I'm only as good as, the people that are in front of my customer, right? Mm -hmm. So if yep. my staff, if my staff isn't the best, then, um, then I'm lacking myself. So, uh, and I, and, and they back, they back that up. They, they perform. I mean, they, they make the, it's, it's about making the experience special, right? We want you to come, we want you to enjoy the music, we want you to enjoy the food paired with the wine and, and uh and enjoy it with your friends so and, and like-minded people as well you know it's not like i came from a bar environment it's not like that it's more of a club environment i think so that's that's my story well mark uh real quickly uh, with with looking at your website looking at your your wine selections um can you purchase your wines uh for for the holidays and have them sent wherever 
Um, okay, so thank you for bringing that up. Okay. I, was I was prepared for this this question. Um, okay, so we are doing right now, if you spend $200, we will ship it anywhere that we ship to for $1. So you can buy our wines, go online. And in fact, I encourage you to join the wine club because we have special offers for people that are not even in, um, you know, that can't come to the winery, but are in other states. And, uh, um, and you get a 25% discount. And all you have to do is make a commitment to buy 12 bottles over the course of a year. So the, sh the, the wine club is very simple and we make it easy. But I will tell you, we, we, and I've got this on our website. I'm going to make it even easier to find. I had someone send this to me. Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Washington, D.C., Florida, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nevada, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. So it's really difficult sending wine to certain states because they don't, it's not, they make it very difficult to get a license to do that. So we're limited to this. And this is on the website, but if we ship to any, uh, you know, any one of these states, if they spend uh, 200, 200 bucks, it's a dollar shipping. That's a heck of a deal. There you go, folks. That's a great deal. This great is a really good deal. Guess what? You can buy these gifts and we can send them out. And you don't have to worry about it being stuck on a ship out in the ocean right now. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's in inventory. I, I'm not getting in from anywhere. It's not kind of coming in from anywhere. Okay. So, okay. Awesome. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. I love talking to people who are passionate about what they do and doesn't matter what that field is and wine is something that I am a big fan of. I don't really drink anything else outside of wine, but I love wine and I've been looking at your website. I'm going to try to order some stuff. Uh, everybody go check out. Do you ever make it out to California? You should come and visit. It's, it's lovely out here. Oh, I, okay. I have every intention of doing so next year. So I will okay. definitely stop by. Okay, now, let's let's right. not forget though. Let's not forget the website, social media, More, all that stuff. LorimarWinery.com. It's LorimarWinery.com. Yeah. Easy to find. And the description will be down below, and I'll be blasting it out on all of the Three Geeks social media. Again, thank you so much, Mark. Thank Everybody you. watching, check out his website. Order some wine. Enjoy the holidays with your family. Be safe. Like, subscribe, comment, and share. Thank you from all of us. Have a great night.